Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Golden Astrologer Podcast. This is Deb McBride, and I am broadcasting from lovely Escazú, Costa Rica, where it is late afternoon, and the sun is shining, and it's been a beautiful day, as it often is this time of year. And on Wednesday, it was six years since I stepped into Costa Rica for the first time. So it was the first day that I had taken my tour, and I came to Costa Rica and we flew into San Jose and then went to our hotel and started our tour. And so six years it's been since I first set foot in this beautiful country. Um, so I am very grateful for that. Um, in any event, it is the um, 16th of January. And it is a Sun-Pluto conjunction today. And the other day we had sun Venus line up together with the earth that was last Sunday and then last Saturday and then you know they were close enough to Pluto to make it very dramatic but also um the sun was headed towards Pluto and now the sun is with Pluto as of 9 51 a.m eastern time and they are connected you know by conjunction so they are like right together in Capricorn at 26 degrees. And so, you know, this is where Pluto has been hanging out for a while and where Venus met with Pluto and then Venus kind of passed over Pluto, you know, I guess they met at 25 and then Venus went to 26 and turned around. So this is the point where we are, where Venus went retrograde at 26 degrees. And so the sun and Pluto are there. Now, if you feel a little unusual, a little discomforted, a little uh, strange, um, I can tell you that's probably got to do with the sun and Pluto. I felt a little strange this morning, and then I just went out and started talking to people here on the property and then went in the pool and, and just sort of was my own um, means of getting myself out of a strange mood. <laughs> so it was, it was good to just sort of relax and, and be with people and chat and everything. And so it can bring a very heavy energy sun and Pluto, even though the sun is illuminating, even though the sun is enlightening it, it is our life force. Pluto's a deep, intense, transformational energy that can sometimes be dark. And so the sun bringing light to Pluto you know, you maybe have an awareness today, an epiphany, some sort of experience like that. But the important thing is that you are, um, you know, transforming that. You're, you're up-leveling your energy, your mood, and just sort of what you're feeling today. Because it's important to not get dragged into the Plutonian underworld, okay? So you don't want to get into Pluto's underworld. You want to bring light to it as the sun does, and you want to lighten up the dark. And sometimes um, we have these moments when you know, we can't help that, you know, a planet crosses Pluto and it feels a little uncomfortable or, you know, um, shifting out of light into dark or shifting, trying to shift out of dark into light. And so it can be very complicated when we get outer planets involved. And, you know, Uranus and Mercury have been together. And that was when Mercury went retrograde on Friday. And we talked about that last week, that Mercury was going retrograde. And, you know, 
Mercury is now at nine. Mercury went retrograde at 10. So Mercury's already backing off the 10 degree place, which is where Uranus is. Um, and, you know, it's been a little agitating. Maybe you haven't slept well. I know I had some sleep things. Um, but it's it's definitely a lot of energy to carry right now. A lot. And last week I called it a wild week because we had one thing after another again. And now we're having more of the same. You know, last week we had the sun and Venus and then, you know, they were close to Pluto and they were close to Eris and then Mars was squaring Neptune and, and it's just been something every day. And now, and then Mercury went retrograde. And now we had Sun and Pluto today. And this is a lot. This is a lot of transformational energy. And frankly, you know, what I've been feeling, and I'll be very obviously honest about this, is that I've been feeling that, you know, with Venus in retrograde and now Mercury's in retrograde. And this is going on for another couple of weeks. You know, Venus is going to still be retrograde till the 29th and then Mercury will go direct the third. Um, this is really where we feel like so much transformation is happening. And I've been telling people all week, I think you just need to sit tight and stay still until Mercury goes direct. And first Venus will go direct, like I said, but it's just... It's too much right now. Like I've had people here on my property and different places like, hey, do you think I could start something right now? Like I really feel like I should start something. I'm being delayed on this other project and I want to start a different project. I'm like, no, no, this is a time for research. This is a time for um, stepping back and reviewing and revising and re-reading re and re-engaging and but it's been, it is so transformational because Mercury was involved with an outer planet and then Venus was involved with an outer planet and then came backwards and now the sun is involved with an outer planet. And it's just, that is all about transformation and transcendence. And, you know, and then Mars was involved with an outer planet. It was Neptune this week. So it's, it, the energy, it's, while it's not heavy to me so much as like heavy, heavy, like, you know, getting very deep and, and dark. It's transformational. It's, I don't feel the same as I did when Venus went on Pluto the first time back in December. And then Venus went and went retrograde. And then Venus went Pluto again. And, you know, I feel that there's been a lot of transformation in these weeks. And I think all of us kind of have to sit with that and own it and be with it. And I think that's, you know, it's not something we can plow through it. And, you know, obviously we all have work and we all have families and we all have things that we take our attention, but we have to connect to the fact that things are shifting and changing on a very deep level and it's not finished and it's not going to be finished. You know, Mars and Venus will get to Pluto in early March. And that doesn't mean we're waiting till early March to start anything. It just, I think you can start things when the retrograde happens. But I definitely, as I mentioned last week, felt the difference between last week and the week before. That that Sun-Venus lining up with the Earth has been the turning point in the Venus retrograde. And so now we have two more weeks of Venus retrograde, and we're on the other side of that now. You know, it was, it was the midpoint of the Venus retrograde last week, and now... And that's what the Sun-Venus lineup is. But And now we're past all of that. Now we're heading towards the place where Venus will eventually go direct. But we are not finished transforming. We're not. 
And this is all very interesting. And, you know, it's good to keep a journal. It's good to keep connected to what you need to be doing. It's good to decide what you want for the new year. Yeah, you can still decide what you want for the new year. You don't have to say, I didn't make my like decisions the first week of January, the last week of December. Don't worry about it. You know what? You, we are still in sort of a, a cycle of shifting thoughts and ideas and what we want. Venus is what we desire. If you aren't certain what you desire right now, it's fine to wait till its retrograde is over and then get to February and say, you know what, now I know what I want. That's okay. You know, don't pressure yourself right now to get an answer because maybe there isn't one right now. Maybe there isn't. And I wrote an Instagram post the other day about Mercury because Mercury was squaring Uranus and the two of them were in this dance and it wasn't entirely exactly squaring Uranus. It didn't quite reach Uranus, but it was enough to feel it, right? It was enough to feel Uranus. And Mercury stationed squaring Uranus and it's still technically squaring Uranus. It's not exact, but it's, it's moved a degree back, but it's still moving. And so that to me says that we don't know because as I've said, and many people know a thousand times before, you can write a huge list of as many things as you can think of of what Uranus could possibly bring you. And you forgot the one thing that it actually brings you. You didn't know because this is the nature of Uranus. And one of our one of our moments right now is that maybe we just can't say we know. It's okay to say, I don't know. I don't know what I want for the new year. And I don't know what I'm doing in this new year, or I don't know, I want this, but I don't know that it's going to happen. I mean, I just have to put faith in the universe. And that's, that's the best we can do right now is put a lot of faith into our hearts and what the universe wants. And, and hopefully we are in alignment with what the universe wants with, with our hearts. So I highly recommend staying still, keeping a journal, Keep yourself engaged with your life. Obviously, don't go hide in a corner unless you feel that's the right thing to do, truly. Um, and stay with yourself and connect with what's possible and what you want going forward and how you feel about how you feel about going forward. What do you what do you want from this year? And what is shifting and changing in you dramatically right now? Because all of us are feeling it, all of us. And if you're just living your life and you're like, oh, it's quiet, I don't know. It's okay. You may know when we get to the other side of the retrograde, which is, you know, in February, the, the two retrogrades. So stay put, stay focused, stay committed to your path and stay meditating, stay journaling, stay in awareness. The most important things right now are awareness and consciousness. And that's what outer planets ask of us anyways, awareness and consciousness. The more aware we are, the less likely we are to get tripped up. Okay. And why did I see that? Why did I think of that? Oh my God. The less likely we are to get tripped up, the more awareness we're in now. Okay. So just try to stay conscious of everything, stay in awareness, don't allow yourself to feel um, pressured or that you are just sort of putting everything on the back burner because you feel that you can't move forward. No, just stay connected to everything. Just take one step at a time, one day at a time. And that's, that's the best thing you can do right now. Very important. Um, so Sun Pluto is today. Tomorrow, the sun and the moon make a full moon. And tomorrow's the 17th Monday. And 
it is at 6.48 p.m. Eastern time, and then the moon goes void. So, you know, the moon um, is opposing its, you know, the moon is in Cancer right now, and it's going to oppose the sun. And this is 27 degrees, 51 minutes. Now, the sun is with Pluto today, right? So Pluto is involved in this full moon. Yes, Pluto's at 26, and tomorrow the sun and the moon will be at 27 but Pluto is involved in this full moon. So there should be something very transformational and powerful about this full moon for you, for each of us. Yeah, maybe you felt the mood I talked about earlier um, this morning when you got up when Pluto and the sun were together, but pay really close attention the next today and tomorrow because we are dealing with a full moon with Pluto. Very powerful. And on that note, when I talked about my first entry into Costa Rica to have a vacation that I thought was just a vacation, but really wasn't, um, on the, on the 12th of January in 2016, there had just been, um, a, a new moon with Pluto. I think it was the 10th of January is a couple of days before. And so that was the entree into a new life for me. It was the new moon with Pluto. This is the full moon with Pluto six years later. So it's very important to pay attention to this. It's, you know, it's got some keys in it to maybe something that happened six years ago, a cycle that started six years ago, and maybe there's going to be some, the next chapter evolves, right? Or some sort of, you know, answer to that question from back then. So yeah, so that's part of it. Um, so after that, the moon is void. It's void till 11 p.m. Eastern time. So 11.03 p.m. So really, once that 6.48 p.m., full moon comes, you know, again, it's, it's good to pay attention to the energies. It's good to, you know, feel what's shifting and changing, um, in that full moon because of Pluto. And then you have the void moon and you have a few hours to chill out and then it goes into Leo. And, but when, you know, at this region of the world, we'll be going to sleep. Then other regions of the world, they'll just be getting up and doing their day. So the moon will go into Leo. Then, right now, we are in the station direct of Uranus. Uranus went retrograde last August, and we are now experiencing the station direct of Uranus. And that will occur on Tuesday the 18th at 10.27 a.m. Eastern Time. And whatever you were involved with last August is certainly um, a thought to have right now, to just sort of reconnect with what you were doing, thinking about, um, working on what was going on in your life last August, and then things changed and Uranus turned around and now Uranus is going direct. So maybe whatever was on your mind back then is something that is coming full circle now. Maybe something at that point was, I don't know, could could have been very dramatic or it could have been um, something that you maybe started a project or, or you put something on the back burner or whatever. Um, Uranus is an outer planet and whenever the outer planets make a shift forward, it's good. It's good energy. You know, now everything's direct from the outer planets. Neptune's direct, Pluto's direct, Uranus will be direct as of Tuesday. And, you know, even though we have Mercury and Venus still in retrograde, the outer planets are direct and the big cycles are finished for now. And, you know, they remain retrograde for half the year. So half the population has a retrograde outer planet or more than one retrograde outer planet, depending on when you were born. And so when we look at 
um, the stations of these planets, things get a little wobbly around the stations, okay? So if things feel a little wobbly or out of sorts or you have some major epiphany or major going forward, that's Uranus. That's not something that's just by happenstance. If something is like deeply moving in your life, Uranus is moving moving forward at 10 degrees of Taurus. Now, if you have anything at 10 degrees fixed, you're going to feel this. That would be Leo, Taurus, of course, uh, Aquarius, and Scorpio. And so if you have anything in your chart that you know that's 10 degrees of fixed signs, um, those are definitely going to be felt because they are making a challenging relationship to Uranus, or Uranus is making a challenging relationship to them. So Uranus and, and Mercury met the other day in a square and Mercury went backwards and now Uranus is going forward. So they're like sort of giving each other the hi-fi and going in opposite directions. Eventually when Mercury goes back through Aquarius after it retrogrades and goes direct in Capricorn, Mercury goes back through Aquarius, it will come and square Uranus again. And we may feel that more impactfully because that will be um, an actual square where this one was just a shade under a square. So you know, what are you thinking of? What are your thoughts about? How are your imaginings of a higher realm? Um, are you concerned about details? That's Mercury. You know, Mercury and Uranus are still still talking to each other. Are you concerned about details? Are, you, are there ideas and thoughts and big ideas that you have in your life that you want to put forward? And so this is, this is a lot of, you know, what Mercury and Uranus do. The mind can be over chatty, very, very chatty, just going, 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 and not resting. So it's important, you know what, if you take the time and you do things that release energy from the mind, such as journaling and meditating, as I always suggest, um, you're going to probably feel something of an epiphany or a realization, or you're getting to calm the mind down. It's important to try to calm the mind down when we've got so much mercury and Uranus hanging around in the air right now. So that's, that's another, another thing that's going on. So it's like today with some Pluto and tomorrow is the full moon and Tuesday is Uranus direct. And then Wednesday, the sun finishes its tour of duty in Capricorn and goes into Aquarius. And this is the annual thing on the 19th or so, 19th or 20th every year, the sun goes into Aquarius in January. And that will be at 9.39 p.m. on East, in Eastern time on Wednesday the 19th. So, yes, the sun is moving into Aquarius. And this is, you know, this is when things get kooky and interesting and weird. And, and so Uranus, the planet that rules Aquarius, is turning direct as the sun is moving into Aquarius. So there's a lot of Aquarian energy. Mercury is in Aquarius. You know, it's in Aquarius and it's talking to Uranus, the planet that's square, that's rules Aquarius. So there's lots of unusual, far out, weird things that are interdimensional, complicated. I watched a scientific research presentation by Joe Dispenza's group. Like it took me like three days to watch it because it was three and a half hours long and I couldn't sit you know, I had the other things to do, so I had to watch it over the course of a couple of days. But it was a live presentation that was presented on Friday, and I watched the replay. So this was my Uranian moment and Mercury-Uranus moment of all this interesting, groundbreaking, that's Uranus, um, you know, 
groundbreaking scientific ideas that, that were merging science and spirituality. And so, um, you know, kudos to them. They did a really, really amazing job and they're publishing a paper. And so for me, all that Aquarian energy and I'm an Aquarius, you know, all of this is, um, came out and that's one of the ways, you know, paying attention to science and, and spirituality. And I think Aquarius talks about both of those things, you know, far out ideas, interdimensional things, aliens, all sorts of, you know, crazy, unusual ideas that either Aquarius is very scientifically oriented and fixed and like, sorry, you know, I don't believe in any of that. Or they're very much about that world, that the, the nether worlds, you know, Aquarius and Pisces often deal with more of that than, than the other signs. Um, so the sun enters Aquarius for the next 30 days as of Wednesday. And so then, you know, things start to, uh, the, Thursday and Friday, we don't have an astrological event, no, except for the moon moving through, you know, Virgo, and then eventually, you know, it'll go into Libra later on in the week, but on, on Saturday. But other than that, you know, there's not a lot of like shifting. The shifting is today, tomorrow, Tuesday, Wednesday. I think that's enough, don't you? <laughs> there's, it just doesn't stop. I mean, so, you know, we had a whole lot of Pluto and now we're having a whole lot of Uranus. And for those of you born in the 60s, you know, you have a Uranus-Pluto for the most part from 1963 or so on. You have a Uranus-Pluto conjunction and you feel that, um, that Uranus-Pluto dynamic so you're probably lighting up like a Christmas tree right now. If all of this feels very restless to you, you know, all of this air energy, all this Aquarian, analytical, far out energy, go for a walk in nature, get grounded. Even though Uranus is in Taurus, it's still Uranus. So go get into nature and do something that connects you with the earth because this is, this is going to put your brain in the nether regions and you may have some far out dreams and far out thoughts and it just might in some far out experiences, you know? Um, and how has Mercury retrograde been for you? Are you hearing things? Are you seeing things? Are you like hearing? Oh yeah, that's funny. That's we got confused because of Mercury retrograde. You know, I don't mean hearing things like, Ooh, there's a ringing in my ear. I mean, you know, <laughs> what, what's coming up? That's seems so retrograde. Um, then, when we get into the weekend, Venus gets, to, on Saturday the 22nd, Venus gets to the 11-degree Capricorn point. And that's where she's going to start getting very, very slow. Now, it's hard to believe already. You know, next week when I come back to you on the 23rd, you know, Venus is going to be at 11 degrees and it's going to only be one more week when we go to Saturday the 29th and Venus goes direct 3.46 a.m. Saturday the 29th, but there's two weeks before that. So um, one of the things that's happening is that Venus goes to 11 degrees where she's going to station direct and she is, I think it's 11.04, four minutes of uh, Capricorn. She's going to stay at Capricorn 11 degrees for 16 days. Once she gets there on Saturday the 22nd, it's going to be another 16 days before she moves forward. Okay, so she's going to move forward. I mean, not moves forward. She's going to move forward on the 29th. She's going to move out of 11 degrees after 16 days. So Uranus is at 10 Taurus. She's going to be at 11 Capricorn 
you know, it's a, it's a trine. It's a, not exact, but it's a trine. Venus is going to move forward trining Uranus. Now, two things. One, if you have anything at 11 degrees cardinal, remember before I said if you have anything at 10 degrees fixed, now if you have anything at 11 degrees cardinal, which would be Capricorn, where Venus is stationing, Cancer, its opposite sign, Aries, and Libra. These, you know, I would say anywhere from 9 degrees to 13 degrees of any of the cardinal signs, you are going to feel this, okay? Venus in the same spot at 11 degrees. It, she won't be exactly at the same moment of Capricorn 11 degrees for 16 days, but she's going to move back, and then she's going to turn around and station and move forward, And but she'll be at 11 degrees for over two weeks, which I find fascinating. So what's going to happen? What do you have to... Uh, look forward to. What do you have in your chart? What does it speak to? And Venus will try and Uranus. And that's going to be very interesting for sure. Wow. <laughs> so I, all of this is very curious. All this is very curious. Why? Mercury went retrograde, right? Mercury went retrograde squaring Uranus. And it moves all the way back. When it goes back to Capricorn, it's when it goes direct. It's going to pass over Pluto, go back a degree, turn around and pass over Pluto again. That's Mercury. So it's going to go from Uranus to Pluto. Venus conjunct Pluto, went retrograde, come back and conjunct Pluto again. Okay. And then when it goes direct, it's going to trine Uranus. They are doing the opposite things. So both Venus and Mercury in their retrogrades and in their stations direct each of them are involved with Pluto and Uranus. Wow. And if you're born in the 60s and you have a Uranus-Pluto conjunction, then you are definitely going to feel this, okay? And, you know, if you have Venus to Pluto or if you have Uranus to, to Venus or if you have, you know, Mercury to Pluto or, or to, um, you know, to Uranus, you're going to feel all that. So, interesting, interesting. Both planets, both go retrograde, both get tangled up with Uranus and Pluto. And both of them conjunct Pluto. So this is fascinating. This is all about transformation. And this is what I mean when I say things are really transformational right now. And we have to take that into consideration, you know. Because if we don't do that, we, we just, we're going to plow ahead and the energy's not there for that. We have to stay with what we want to change. What do you want to change in your life? What is it that's big and wants to be changed in your life? How do you want to do that? How do you want to make those changes happen? Do you And what do you want to change? Write it all down, especially at this full moon with Pluto. Mm. Um, so yeah, so <laughs> Venus is going to go back and really station with connecting to Uranus in, in, a, in a trine. So very, very interesting. Very interesting. Then on Sunday the 23rd, when we meet again, the sun and Mercury will conjunct in Aquarius. The sun will catch up. It'll be about three degrees Aquarius, and Mercury will catch up, you know, in its backwards motion to the sun. So the other day we had, last week, we had Venus and the sun, and next Sunday we'll have Mercury and the sun. Because that's what retrograde planets do. They catch up to the sun on some level. Either it's an opposition or it's a, you know, like with Mars, it's an opposition. With Venus and, and Mercury, it's usually a conjunction. So 
the sun and Mercury will conjunct next Sunday. So the only days that there isn't a big astrological event happening is Thursday and Friday, Thursday the 20th, Friday the 21st. And, you know, um, it's very interesting to sort of see what surfaces as a result of all of this. Like, what, what surfaces? So if you are a person with Venus and or Mercury talking to Uranus and or Pluto, you're going to feel all this. You're going to, it's, so pay attention to it. Maybe your Venus and your Mercury don't connect to Uranus and Pluto. Um, mine do. <laughs> so this is, this is speaking to me. This is probably why I'm able to sit here and tell you that there is a lot of transformation happening right now. And so it's very profound. It's powerful. It's deep. And it's not, you know, it's not that it's awful. It's not at all. I don't, I don't get that feeling. I just think churning, 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 moving, churning. And when we come out of this, these two retrogrades, when we come out, we will feel the difference. And, you know, you know, when your, your dog goes into the, to the, the water, when the dog runs into the lake or the ocean or whatever and comes out and shakes off and shakes the water off or the dog comes in out of the rain and shakes off the water. I feel like that's the way it's going to be. You're going to shake it off when, when they go direct and then we're going to get sorted out and we're going to settle in and, and understand what's happened over these weeks and months because, you know, it'll be months, month and a half that Venus was retrograde. Lots and lots and lots. So I think that's about it as if that's not enough. <laughs> so be transformational, embrace it, embrace the transformation. You know what? Everybody wants some sort of change in their life. We all don't want things to stay the same. We want things to feel, you know, different and new and sparkling. And, and what do you have to do to break through all of that? And where do you have to love yourself through this whole process? Venus is retrograde. Where do you have to love yourself in this process? Very important question. Where can you open your heart during this process? Very important question. Other than that, after the moon enters Leo on Monday at 11.03 p.m., it will be in Leo, and then um, it will be in Leo, and it'll go th void trining Mars on Thursday at 3.15 a.m., and then it goes void. And it enters Virgo at 9.02 a.m. These are all Eastern time. And then it stays in Virgo for a couple days. And then it goes void in Virgo 2.46 p.m. on Saturday. But it's Saturday. You know, we're doing errands and things like that. And then, um, you know, it, it goes out of void when it goes into Libra, which is 5.03 p.m. So it's only void for like two hours and 20 minutes or so. And then we go into Sunday and it's still in Libra. So not a lot of activity with the moon this week. You know, the moon is going to be in Leo, which is a good, fun place for the moon, you know, for a few days. So that's actually very good. In the meantime, enjoy the transformation. Enjoy the self-love that you can find for yourself at this time. And um, if you would like to know more during the week, my Instagram is the Golden Astrologer. My website's thegoldenastrologer.com where you can go and, um, you know, get a, a session if you'd like to book something with me. The Reiki sessions are on there also. 
if you missed the prediction event and you're not on my mailing list, then you didn't get the, the link to the video or the booklet. So write to me either at deb at debmcbride.com or contact me on Instagram or info at thegoldenastrologer.com and you can uh, let me know, hey Deb, I want that video and booklet and you will receive it. And so it's free. Um, if you missed the prediction event I did with my friend Lori Morrison last week and it was a lot of fun. A lot We had 100 people and people were trying to get in and they couldn't and you know the replay is available. So if you couldn't get in and you're not on my mailing list, Contact me and I will send you the links, okay? Have a beautiful week. I bid you great, good things in this next week. Love yourself. Um, stay focused. Stay committed to your path. And take one day at a transformational time. <laughs> one transformation at a time. Thanks for listening. Gratitude to all.